And we are back. Um, what an exciting week. Uh, we are, what, three days away from the Broncos reclaiming a 500 record this far oh into God. the season. <laughs> Did we lose Alex already, Matty? Yeah, he's done. Yeah. He can't control himself. Can't. can't. Look, when you have the comeback player of the year, maybe the coach of the year, um, the only thing that you could do better is having America's best friend mm-hmm. and we can't lose him. So Alex, let's jump right into it. Yeah. It's tough. <laughs> you guys are technically from here to hammock. You guys are like rivals now. And so, Oh God, it might be worse than us or Bell and I. What it's going to be, I will, I will teach my kids to hate his kids. Yeah. It'll be spirited. It'll be spirited. And I'm here for that. At least who doesn't need more energy. We, we love <laughs> it. All right. Where are we starting? All right, let's pop off strong this week. Um, Kind of comeback team of the year right now outside of the the Mile High Club is uh, the Raiders right now. And I think a good play this week is going to be Devontae Adams. They have essentially put the game plan out there that it is to get the ball in his hands as much as possible to win some games going forward. That, and I think I see some decline in Jacoby Myers' usage right now, so I think that he's a great play this week. Yeah, we talked about it beforehand it came to us late and i was just thinking about it antonio pierce is now we have two weeks of, of data that shows that he is going to run a game plan exactly he just gives it away first week he said i got to give josh jacobs as many touches as possible yep. and he gave him like 24 attempts last week he said i've got one of the best receivers in football i'd be an idiot not to throw him the ball i'm going to funnel him targets Devontae adams had 13 targets so ab's right myers is like not the guy that commands them and they're going to probably be behind Playing Miami, yeah. I would imagine. So if we can get 13, 14, 15 targets out of him at that price point, it's like Dan He'll flashes. Get He'll yeah. get in the end zone, and Pierce is coaching for a head coaching job right now. Yep. Yep. Um, you know, he's he's the interim guy, but you know, and they missed on Rich Basakia uh yeah. last time around as an interim. So I think it's time like Mark yep. Davis have to be smart about this and not just like Who's the big name that comes out? Um, so I think Pierce is a legitimate factor being there long term. And so he's coaching for a job. He's going to get it to Jacobs and Adams. Yep. That's it. Simple, right? Try to get wins. Convince somebody you're worth hiring either there or somewhere else. Pretty simple stuff. Let's just follow it. Tell us what he's going to do. We would love it. If every coach did that, DFS and gambling wouldn't exist. It, well, it would be too easy for the rest of us. Yeah. For you that, know that when you go into DraftKings, you can see your transaction history. Oh yeah, lose percentage, and it's um, let's just yeah. say you're inviting me on a podcast for uh, parlays. It's just really they shouldn't give that option. I don't know why they do that. It's not nobody needs to see it, right? I don't need it. I don't need you rubbing in my face that I don't know what I'm doing. Like, let me continue to waste my money. Don't don't prove to me that I'm wasting it. Now I'm not going to want to do it. Just kidding. No, keep doing it. Yeah, um, keep doing it, Maddie. You were you were pounding the table. I think it's our first pound quarterback for a guy that not a high ownership percentage, and also like the the experts pundits aren't that big on this week. But you've you've got him. Yeah, I mean, I just don't feel like we've done a great job um, recently about differentiating our lineups. I'm looking for the formula, right? Games that are in the top three or five of of total points defenses that have shown that they can't stop anybody in our particular run funnel or pass funnels. The chargers can't stop anybody bottom five in every metric. 
Um, can't play any defense. Jaden Reed is affordable and starting to take over a little bit in that offense. Um, Christian Watson hasn't done anything. Dobbs hasn't done anything. It's probably going to be a high scoring game. More, more importantly than any of that, his ownership will be way below. Like he's to win the million maker. You need one of these guys. So he's 6,000. Yeah. I mean, last week he, when they kind of like started giving him more, he had five targets, five catches, 84 yards and a touchdown, which means, you know, he can do that. At $6,000, though, all we really need from him is like 15 points. We don't need him to blow up and have this monstrous 25-point week. At 6 to for we were able to save and get to Adams. All we need from him is 10-plus points, and yeah, he cleared that. It's an end zone. It's a touchdown. And the rest of those guys aren't scoring, and that's pretty simple to, to watch that. So I figure it's a good way to differentiate more than anything. I just have a feeling there. He pops up on a lot of models. That's all. I don't know why. I agree. Um the other wide receiver, so we've got Adams and Reed locked in. Um, we've been going to him, and why not? Um, ASB, it's mm-hmm. it just makes too much sense. Um, yeah. It's a game that there, there are going to be points. You yeah. want to get in on Detroit, Chicago. People love Gibbs and Montgomery this week. Um, Everybody loves the Gibbs. But, well, why not? Why wouldn't you? Mm-hmm. Um, but ASB is, uh, you know, 15% owned, like he's up there um, right around Tyreek level, but he's just so consistent. You're seeing 10, 15, 12 targets every single week. Um, it, uh, it's a mistake to leave him out of your lineup if yep. you can afford him. It's a freebie. It's a free square. You're going to get 15 points out of him plus, and if he blows up and gives you a 30-point week, then great. He's He's so safe. He feels like he's guaranteed to score points every week. Did you know that he was AB's original pick of the week? Yeah, of course. Every time we pick him, I think about that. Two years ago, and he was selling at like fifty two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. He we were early on that train for sure. Well, so let's keep riding with our guy. Absolutely. Um, Tyler Murray, tell me about him, Maddie. I I was a little bit against this. I even though I watched the game, I loved what he did. Um, he looked athletic. He didn't look like there was any, you know, injury. You know, the injury was in the past. Is what I'm trying yeah. to say. And um, I I was just blown away a little bit at what he did against Atlanta. Um, he came in a little bit high at 7,600, and his projections are lower um, than a lot of the other guys right in that range. But you saw something. You see something in the matchup. I'd love to hear more about it. Yeah, so all, the the key was what you just mentioned. Most of these guys that come back from this injury, you bake them in about a month, six weeks of like kind of like having some ups and downs and and not looking like themselves, right? Quarterbacks come back and they look like, you know, they need a little bit more time. Yep. He looked like vintage Kyler right out of the gate, really um, which was surprising to me. I wasn't prepared to see that or or have to sort of like consider that, but you know, he's because of his price, he's in no man's land where his he's going to be like a little bit less ownership than you'd think. That is the highest total score uh, game of the week. Houston has been in shootouts all year long. Like CJ Stroud has proven that he can supply the other side of the necessary offense for a shootout. He just looked good. He and he didn't even have a great game. And he still, you know, he didn't even throw a touchdown pass. And he had 20 points because he was rushing. The key for me is he didn't fall at all with the rushing. He had six attempts for 33 yards and a touchdown last week. These, these guys aren't supposed to run at all coming back from this injury. They're supposed to be statues. So he's I think he's going to be less owned than we think. Yeah. And he looked good. So why not? We said in week two, like, enough with the pocket 
quarterbacks, right? Yeah. Like the pocket passers. We want someone that runs the ball and you don't necessarily need to stack them. Um, yeah. And you're guaranteed 18, 20 points. Like we, we were talking about Anthony Richardson back week one. Um, so I, I'm on board. Um, yeah. It didn't take a ton of convincing, um, even though my, my friends at sports line were telling me otherwise. <laughs> I mean, there's just like, Allen didn't look good. Jets have a good defense. Herbert, you know, you never know. Green Bay yeah. could slow that game down. Dak isn't going to need to throw that much. You'd think and he did last week, all the names ahead of him. The only other guy I'd really want to play would be Stroud. So it made sense. And we'll stack him with uh, McBride because he's been coming on and seeing a ton of targets. Well, so why not? Before you get ahead of yourself, I already did. You did. Yeah. Um, Acorns gone. Acorn Hills. Um, Chris Berman sponsorship of the week. Yep. Um, Fire it. It's yours. Trey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um Gibby's lost it. Oh my gosh. Always the Gibby just had a stroke. I've been stroke. on so much Dayquil this week and uh, always the, the bridesmaid, never the McBride. But um yeah, sorry about that, uh listeners. Um as you can hear, uh, this is my flu game and I missed it. We, we uh, carry you. But well, I appreciate it. Um look, he's been doing it, and Kyler seemed to have a connection with him. 97, you know yards in the first two and a half quarters yep. last week he got over 100 um he's gonna get into the end zone and at 5900 he's your tight end that you want so apologies acorn hills i didn't mean to butcher that um alex do you want to take us to one of our running backs uh well you know i think the running back that we're looking at this week for a big game is going to be eckler right going up against gb uh, uh, Green Bay. I'm also on the day cool train right now. Too. Um, but a good matchup for him, right? He's a point scorer. Uh, Green Bay letting up the fourth most fantasy points to running backs this year. So yeah. it just feels like a game to spend up here and get him in some action. Yep. He's, I mean, he's just, there's nobody left in that offense, but him and Allen, Quentin Johnson isn't getting any looks. So they're just feeding him targets. Why not? And Green Bay doesn't really scare anybody. I like it. He's Mr. Other... Consistent at 20, 19.8, 20, 19.5. So you yeah. know what you're getting from him. He gets there every week. Yeah, I mean, he's expensive, but he gets there. So it's kind of like you bank it. It's not a big deal. And he's got eight, seven to eight targets every game for the last three games. One of those is going to pop in for a touchdown when he breaks one, right? A little screen pass or something. in. so I think yep. he's got, you know, a higher ceiling than 25-30. Agree. And we're also looking at a time when quarterback or coaches are are coaching for their jobs next year. And that's Staley and kind of what we talked about with Pierce in Vegas. We're going to see the same thing. Like Staley is going to go to Keenan Allen, Austin Eckler. Um, you know, there's, there's no question about it. Um, Jimmy Cook finally made the roster. I think this is his first God appearance bless him. on the Millie boys. Um did you see anything last week um, against Denver that made him pop out other than him fumbling twice? But <laughs> It was that he fumbled and missed a whole like half basically and still produced. So, you know, that's it. I don't have much else to say here. We ran out of money and he's the best option. That's he's 6,200 and he's a focal point of their offense. They only have one other, um, you know, playmaker that can do anything. And that's Diggs. Yep. And Diggs is going to be matched up against Sauce Gardner all all day. 
Um, so I, I really like uh, James Cook here. Um, and then we've got a flex. JSN. He's coming on. He's coming on. He's like, he's becoming a bigger part of the offense. He's getting looks in all the right spots in the field. He's, you can tell he's more comfortable, still way too cheap. Like at that point, sub 6,000, like with what he's been doing, why wouldn't we? Right. Yeah. I mean, they're playing the Rams who, you know, this could be a blowout. Um, this could be a 35 point game. We might see Drew Locke. We might not, but yeah. um, you know, uh, JSN came into the draft as the top, pretty much unquestioned wide receiver um, in terms of rookie yeah. wide receivers. He hasn't yeah. played that way yet. or And I don't think he hasn't played that way. He just hasn't had the opportunity um, because of the other guys in that offense, but he's getting open frequently. He's getting targets now. Now you're seeing five, six, seven, eight targets. I think this is like the second half jump off that you see with a lot of uh, rookies. Um Defense. We went with uh, the New York Football Giants. What a miserable time to be <laughs> a football fan! I, I am glad to be on this side of the fence right now. It's ugly over there, but it's not going to be ugly for long. They're going to end up with a top two pick. They're going to get a brand new quarterback. They are going to sit Danny Dimes for a little bit and let him work his way. We're going to get so many reports about his rehab and how good he looks. While Drake May or Caleb Williams takes his job and runs with it and actually frees that team. So they're going to get bailed out from that terrible contract that they uh, selected. I don't have anything to say about the defense. These teams are both gross on defense. Who knows? Who knows? So Washington, um, you know, has always been a little bit turnover prone. Um, they give up sacks. They don't have the best offensive line. Uh, but you get Kayvon Thibodeau and they, New York scored, I think, 14 points against Washington three weeks ago. Not a whole lot has changed other than Dexter Lawrence. So I I really like um, just cheap defense here. They're going to have like a 1% ownership rate. Why not? You get a pick six and now you're making $15. Yeah, win. So win. Fine. Defense. This is enough of we don't need to spend much time on defense. We never have and we never will. So, Alex. do you want to run down? Do you want to do the honors and run down the uh, the lineup for us? Oh, wow. This is exciting. This uh, is for you. We've got QB, Kyler Murray. Then at our running back, we've got Eckler and Cook. At wide receiver, we got ASB, Devontae Adams, uh, Jalen Reed, Ter- uh, McBride at tight end, JSN at flex, and the Giants at defense. I'm glad you put me back into it because I was literally just sitting here in my anger for a little bit, trying to figure out if I was mad or impressed that you find a way to get Drew Locke into every episode. (laughs) That is my end goal. Um, (laughs) I do want to play a game, though, um, while we're here. Where where does Danny Dimes, now that you mentioned him, Maddie, and you're running around somewhere in your basement, um, (laughs) where does Danny Dimes land next year? Is he in New England Patriots? I don't care. Um, what a, who do you want, Alex, as your quarterback next year? I honestly don't have an answer for you there yet. I think it's going to depend if they actually build up the offense a little bit. I don't think the quarterback is as important yet. They got literally no tools around him right now. So 
I think it's it's you want an offensive line and receiver. With the Giants? Well, where does Danny Dimes land next year? Oh. Um, nowhere. Contract's too prohibitive. He'll be there as the backup and they'll let him rehab. And then eventually he'll be gone. He's there next year. He'll be a giant next year. And who's nobody wants the, him. Who's the Patriots quarterback next year? Not sure, because they're going to win too many games. They're going to put the fifth or sixth pick. They're going to take a lineman or Harrison quarterback next year. Kyler Fields or Brissett or Jacoby Brissett. I love it all. And welcome to your first Millie Boys podcast, Margo. Thank you so much. Um, That's a wrap. Uh, Thank you guys for for, uh, carrying me today. And You guys uh, were great. Give yourselves more credit. Well, you know, sometimes, you know, we, we can't all be as heroic as Russ on a Monday night going oh, to a Sunday night football no. game. We can't all get through a podcast without having at least it's one. It's just year. not going to happen until we start to control the controls. You know, it's just <laughs> we need a producer and we have to have somebody with one of those buttons where you can dump Gibby's mic at any time. That's what we need to invest in. <laughs> That's the future for us. Well, that's what happened when I tried to get my boomer of the weekend. But um... <laughs> you dumped yourself. <laughs> Take care, guys. Love you. See ya. Thank you.